on the Wine Roads, a wine road trip that takes you to the four corners of the world to discover the most beautiful wine estates. Sit Stop, New Zealand, Episode 2. I leave the Bay of Auckland behind to continue my journey. I head for the south in the direction of Rotorua, a land of long white clouds. The region has a few vineyards that exist all around New Zealand, but it's above all known for its volcanic activity. The little town of Rotorua unfolds the peaceful atmosphere of a spa, and the Maori culture is never far away. I get back on my wine route on the coast, heading for Hawke's Bay, the second largest wine-growing region of the country. The first vines were planted here more than a hundred years ago. This futuristic land came into being thanks to three passions, the wine, the architecture, and modern art. I go to see Steve Skinner, the cellar master. I'm already under the spell of the land and curious to see if this elegance can also be found in the wine. Good morning. Hi. Which one of you is Steve? I am. You are. Nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> Hello. This, this is Jack, my assistant winemaker. Nice, oh, to, nice meet to meet you. Luna. Nice, nice to meet you. How has your trip to New Zealand been? Beautiful. It's an awesome country, actually. Oh, well, welcome to Hawke's Bay. Thank you. The, the, the countryside was so beautiful when I was driving. It's oh, amazing. Yeah, we've been very lucky so far. This season's been very sunny and hot yes. and uh, perfect lead up to vintage 2013. Ah, that's good so, news. Yeah. <laughs> What were you doing right now? Uh, currently we're blending up our 2012 Pinot Noir oh. and um, Jack's busy gassing the Pinot Noir out of the barrel. And I see that you have two different types of, of uh, tanks, the wooden ones and the stainless steel ones. Yes, we, we're lucky to be able to use both very modern style tanks which have heating and cooling built into them. They're beautiful. Um, they are beautiful. Uh, the architect had quite a hand in designing the tanks. He had a, a big say in this, <laughs> this whole building. Um, we use those predominantly for white wines. Um, oh. fermenting and storing of white wine. Okay. Uh, the wooden coves that you see are from Burgundy mm -hmm. and they are very traditional as you would have seen yes, in your travels. Yes, home, that's my uh, home. We, we tend to use those for Syrah and Pinot Noir and okay. we, do, we do our open top fermentations mm. in those tanks. Mm. Yeah. Right. Would you like to have a look at the vineyard? Sure, definitely. Yeah. Okay, let's go yeah. this way. Thank you. The vineyard covers 25 hectares on the seashore along a coast nicknamed the Riviera. The environment is ideal for grape varieties like the Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, Viognier and Shiraz, pampered all year long by Steve. So Luna, this is our Sauvignon Blanc vineyard. Obviously very, very close to the ocean and on very, very stony soils. Very free draining, so these vines are very um, low cropping naturally. A lot of times in other vineyards we'd have to go through and remove some of the fruit just to make sure the vine was balanced. But these um, are quite special vines. so. Um, we always make a reserve Sauvignon Blanc out of this fruit. Mm. Um, as you can see, um, the fruit is starting to soften and this has just happened in the last two or three days. So we're just approaching the point where um, Veraison is going to start and we'll see some colour change, a little bit of gold coming through. And that usually indicates that we're about four weeks away from harvest. And so within two weeks we'll start to walk through the vineyard and we taste the berries and we just start to make a look at um, what's happening in terms of the flavour profile. Mm. Um, if you'd like, I'd like to show you downstairs to one of our special rooms um, where we can do a Syrah tasting for you. Oh, great. Yes, I'd love yeah. that. I'd love that. Definitely. Oh. So, Luna, this is our underground barrel cellar. Um, architecturally designed, as you see. 
Yeah, it's very modern. Although it, it has that old world feel, um, within the 1,600 tonnes of concrete that you have above you is all of the cooling system. So we wanted to have the ability to maintain a lovely cool ambient temperature to barrel age our reds, mm -hmm. but we didn't want the intrusion of air conditioning and noise. So we pumped the glycol through the ceiling and we cool down 1,600 tonnes of concrete, so it's a very, very stable temperature. And this is your library, your wine library? Yes, this is a new addition um, built last year. It enables us to store our past vintages of wine. Um, as we get older and we have a back catalogue of wine, it's lovely to be able to pull them out for tastings and show journalists or um, restaurant customers a number of vintages of the same wine. Uh -huh. <laughs> so this is our little tasting room. It's a nice room. That we use for private functions and for, for guests and journalists, so yeah. welcome. Um, I thought we'd show you the 2010 Syrah today. Um, mainly because Syrah for Elephant Hill is our most important variety. We've, oh. it's, it's our most planted grape variety. It's what works best here? It seems to be the, the, mm -hmm. the variety that we particularly think will, will work best. Um, mm -hmm. Typical for Hawke's Bay Syrah, quite elegant, um, not a big Shiraz style wine like you might find in Australia, much more supple flavours. Um, I guess we're looking to make a more Northern Rhone style of Syrah than what our colleagues across the Tasman mm -hmm. do in Australia. Savoury, spicy, fruity, not yeah, too high in alcohol. very fruity. And I do get spices, uh, quite soft spices to me. More cinnamon, some nutmeg, um, obviously black pepper, which black we pepper, find. Black pepper, definitely. Yeah. Shall we take it upstairs and s on the terrace? Yeah, yeah, I can see the ocean from upstairs. Absolutely. Oh, that's what I want. Wow. <laughs> Stunning view. Oh, that's so beautiful. So that's Cape Kidnappers. Okay. The salt does come in on the sea breeze, but only very localised, probably the last two bays of, of the vines. Um, and as I said, very stony soils mean it's very free draining. So mm. any salt that does goes the through it gets the, ne the next shower of rain that we get will, will help wash any salt off the, the grapes and, mm. and into the soil. Mm -hmm. So no, we've never tasted any salinity within the juice or the grapes. Mm. Well, cheers. Thank you. And thank you so much for this very good wine and this beautiful view. Very nice moment. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your time in Hawke's Bay. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I leave Elephant Hill, heading for the south of the island to Wellington. The capital of New Zealand is the world's most southern capital. The city is situated in the heart of a bay surrounded by woody hills. In the streets, I find a relaxed atmosphere so typical of New Zealand. The inhabitants are always in a good mood. Several cafes, shops and strolls on the seashore invite you to enjoy the summer. This discovery of the city has awakened my appetite. I appreciate the gastronomic reputation of Wellington and head for the Arbitrageur to find Chef Chris Green his inventive cuisine and his wine cellar, with more than 450 references, have made this restaurant the best in the city. Hello. Hi, I'm Luna. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome. How, How are, are you? you? Welcome to New Zealand. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you. Well, thank you so much. Your country is so beautiful. Thank you. And your food is said to be uh, to die for. 
Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> I hope to show you some more today. Oh, yeah, I'm so eager to try it. Oh, please come on in. Okay, let's go. <laughs> please come this way. Be careful. Thank you. Oh. <sighs> oh. You know that gentleman? Yes. Okay. So, what are you going to cook for me? Well, we've got this wonderful New Zealand Kaimoana dish. Kaimoana is. Kai means food. Uh huh. And wana means the sea. Okay. So it's food from the sea. Yes. Okay. This is the, the power. Oh. P A U A. Okay, power. Power. That's a big shell. And it's a big shell. And so what we've done is we slowly braise this one. Uh huh. And this is white bait. White bait is a little. Uh, Mini eel. Yeah. Okay, this is a simple dish. So you prepared the tomatoes with uh, some oil? Oil, a little bit of um, little bit of garlic, a little bit of thyme. Thyme, that's yes, the one. It looks yes. like thyme. Tomato on the plate. Mm-hmm. Get a little bowl here. So what is this? Uh, this is just a little watercress salad. Okay. Well. That we're gonna put underneath. Olive oil so, and pepper. Pepper and then it's just a little bit of salt. Yeah. Okay. I love to see the chef's hand, the way you do things. The re it's really that's fun. beautiful. Now we got. The sauce gribiche. Sauce gribiche. Yes. That's so French. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's a sort of a, a cross of the pom alamette, but this is a bit thinner. And oh, it's potato. The potato is thinly, sli thinly sliced into wow. shallow fried. Okay. And that gives it a crunch mm. when we're cooking. Okay, now we're going to get our power. What is this sauce? This sauce is just a little. Bit of um, it's just a little cream reduction that we made from the power juice before, mm. and then we just finish it off with a bit of. Okay, so it already already has the shell flavor. And we finish it off with a beautiful um, Martinborough olive oil. Ah, it's from Martinborough. Yeah, yes. Okay, good local production. Yes. And there we go. That's our Kaimoana salad. <sighs> Looks good. And with a taste of Mediterranean. Can I can I have it at the bar? Please do. Mmm. Now. What, what wine did you choose for me now? Well, we've got this grey wacky. Yes. Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. 2010. What does the wild mean? It's a wild, um, it's wild uh, yeast fermentation. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. and um, this is Kevin Judd's. Um, winery, mm -hmm. and Kevin Judd is um, synonymous and famous for. Cloudy Bay. Oh, he, was he used man. to work there? He was a winemaker there and now he's gone out and done his own mm. winery called Greywacky. Okay. So, please, let's try. Thank you. Now. Thank you. Oh, beautiful. This, this one has a tropical aromas and peach. Yeah. And you'll, you'll find that it'll, it'll cut through the sauce cabiche, uh, mm. the creaminess of that, and also too that little bit of cream reduction that we put in there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That is so good. Summer on a plate. Mm. It's so good because I, I got this crispiness here, and uh, the, the tomato is like very explosive full of sugar it's a really um, sugary tomato they're fantastic yeah. so it's a, yeah and so you got the, you've got the land and the sea coming together yeah exactly yeah. and the power consistency is awesome in the mouth 
And the, this small white bait is so soft. Well, Chris, cheers to you. Thank you so Thank much. you for coming. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And uh, may you have a bond um, rest of your trip. Thank you very much. On the Wine Roads, from a documentary series directed by Eric Michaud with Luna Sands and François Montagu. Sound editing, Agathe Leroux and Guillaume Sulpi. And mixing, Thomas Gabriel. Music by My Music Library. And Angle, the An Interscope Production.